1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Today marks the 75th anniversary of Victory Over Japan Day, the effective end of World War II. Uh, VJ Day came more than three months after Victory in Europe Day, VE Day, and only followed uh, the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and the invasion of Soviet soldiers. Celebrations erupted around the U.S. and reported on Uh, in newspapers, on radio, and through movie newsreels. I want to here play for you something absolutely fascinating. This is uh, from 75 years ago today. Uh, Bear with me. It's about three minutes long, and it is a collection of news reporting on the events of VJ Day uh, here in the United States uh, 75 years ago. Here's how the news covered it here in the U.S.
0: The day of days for America and her allies. Crowds before the White House await the announcement from the President that the Japs have surrendered unconditionally. I have received this afternoon a message from the Japanese government in reply to the message forwarded to that government by the Secretary of State on August 11th. I deem this reply a full acceptance of the Potsdam Declaration which specifies the unconditional surrender of Japan. In the reply, there is no qualification. Reporters rush out to relay the news to an anxious world and touch off celebrations throughout the country. Washington is jubilant, and in Chicago, more than a million sing and dance in the streets in the biggest celebration the Windy City has ever seen. Joy is unconfined. It was 4 o'clock Pacific time in San Francisco when the announcement came, and people were quick to leave their offices for an impromptu, spontaneous celebration. But it was in that city's Chinatown where Victory Day was the most joyous. Firecrackers that had been hoarded for years are set off in a triumphant roar. Let loose all the pent up emotions of three years and eight months of war. And to the victors, the spoils. The pose may not be dignified, but the young lady is not the least upset. Peace, it's wonderful. The Navy photographer gives us a preview of Admiral Halsey's ambition to ride the Emperor's white horse through the streets of Tokyo. Their rallying cry is Go to it, Admiral, and so say we all of us. But the greatest, wildest celebration of all was in New York's Times Square, where two million people, by far the greatest in the city's history, filled the streets all day waiting for the official word. A hilarious, happy throng, they cheered every rumor that it was all over. And when President Truman's announcement came at 7 o'clock, the lid really blew off. Of thousands of proud American flags dotted the square and as the day wore on hilarity reached a high peak. Far into the night the happy crowd screamed their relief at the end of the greatest war in history. From early Tuesday morning the celebration went on for 24 hours. New York never celebrated like this before but never did they have a better reason.
1: Pretty cool, right? Thanks for bearing with me through that. I, uh, I, I always get excited, uh, not only when I uh, encounter old news uh, reels like that, delivering the news on some fantastic moments in U.S. history, but as I have bored you with many times, I also am a big fan of archived newspapers. And uh, in a moment, if I have time, I'll share with you uh, some of the newspaper reporting here in Utah, specifically Salt Lake City, the streets of Salt Lake City, uh, on this very occasion of VJ Day. But I would be remiss if I uh, left out uh, one of the elements uh, celebrated and remembered today uh, on this day. It is also uh, not only VJ Day, but is also uh, Navajo uh, Code Talker Day. Uh, it is a day where the the service rendered to the the United States of America uh, by Navajo code talkers uh, is remembered. Typically, uh, folks get together to remember uh, that great piece of service at Window Rock uh, to honor the, the Navajo men who served as uh, code talkers across the Pacific during World War II. Uh, it, it's usually an event. Uh, where hundreds of people come from across the Navajo Nation for a celebration that lasts the whole day. Uh, unfortunately, this year, everyone's online because uh, of the COVID-19 deal. But uh, it reminds me, uh, this day reminds me of a, a conversation I was able to have in the earlier days uh, of this program, one of the first episodes. Uh, we learned, uh, tragically, that one of the one of the last surviving uh, Navajo code talkers, a gentleman named uh, Joe Vanderveer Sr., uh, had passed away. He was 96 years old, and I remember very fondly uh, on that day I was able to connect here and speak with Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez, uh, who remarked on the life and legacy of Mr. Vanderveer and the great service uh, that he rendered this nation. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with the story, it's very simple. Uh, The code talkers, what they did was they lent their knowledge of the Navajo language uh, to help use it as a a code uh, to uh, relay messages uh, to and from various positions uh, in the Pacific as we were fighting there. And uh, because of the complexity and the uniqueness of the Navajo language, it was uh, able to be used as a very effective, a very uh, effective cipher and, uh, and so it was uh, that there were code talkers uh, fighting uh, alongside uh, Marines uh, for the duration of uh, America's battle in the Pacific Theater, including uh, Mr. Vanderveer, who, uh, as I mentioned, passed away just earlier this year at 96. He was uh, part of the 6th Marine Division during his service in Okinawa and China, and he was uh, a 3rd Marine Raider uh, within that battalion. Uh, some fascinating history there. I, I wish I could spend the, the rest of the show today uh, sharing with you both the conversation I had with President Nez, uh, plus other uh, items from this amazing chapter of uh, american history but w- what i would do today is uh, invite you uh, later on tonight uh, as you're as you're laying down to bed and you've got your phone there in your face instead of youtube uh want you make your way over uh to uh somewhere where you can learn uh, about this beautiful chapter and the wonderful service the life-saving service rendered uh, uh by the navajo language specifically those uh who served as code talkers all right We're going to take a a quick break here. When we return, uh, I'm going to talk to you uh, about something we learned earlier in the week that has been bugging me. And it's the announcement from Russia that they have somehow arrived uh, at a vaccine, an effective vaccine. How did they do it? I might know. I may have figured it out. Is that presumptuous? Well, I'll I'll share with you what I've discovered next on Live Mike. I'm Lou Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.